Are you tired of having to go to the laundromat when it's freezing, hot, raining, snowing, or just want to stay home and do nothing? Well, worry no more. Introducing the Bubbly app. You make an order, they pick it up, do your laundry, and drop it back off. Check out the Bubbly app now available on iTunes and Google Play and follow them at bubbly underscore NY for upcoming specials. They are now servicing the Bronx and Westchester, New York areas. Bubbly, do your laundry today. up everybody we're finally fucking back all in one sports and entertainment podcast with your host for this week or this episode oh to the motherfucking t i hope everybody's doing well out there you know happy mother's day to all the mothers out there all the beautiful moms out there raising their kids and i hope everyone's doing fine i'm not doing fine I'm heartbroken. <laughs> so yesterday was the NBA lottery. And some of you may know I am a I'm a Knicks fan, you know. I, I root for the Knicks. Through and through. All my life. I've never switched teams. And we had the worst season in the NBA last year with the worst record. So we had the chance to get number one overall pick. But unfortunately, in the NBA, that's not how shit works. You can be the worst team in the NBA and still not get the number one overall pick. And I understand why. Understandably, if you look at it, you know, some teams, they 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 want to tank to get the number one overall pick. So they want to avoid, you know, the tanking. But, you know, I was sitting here yesterday in my house. With my brother was drinking some beers. Preparing ourselves for the... For the draft, I had my, my Knicks jersey on. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm feeling optimistic. I'm feeling like the basketball guys are going to fucking help us out. They're going to finally give us what we want. So, throughout the day, I was hearing the rumors that if the Knicks get number two, number three, number four, even number five, that they can possibly set up a package to trade for Anthony Davis with the Pelicans. To trade with the Pelicans, right? But, as the teams were being announced, the Los Angeles Lakers came out at number four overall pick. The New York Knicks, number three. And I was like, fuck. Fuck, man. My heart dropped. I saw I saw on the Knicks logo. And I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. We're not getting signed. The Memphis Grizzlies get number two. And then the fucking New Orleans Pelicans get number one. So that means, even though it still might be, it still might happen where the Pelicans want 
are going to want to trade Anthony Davis because supposedly Anthony Davis still wants to leave, even though they know that they're going to get Zion. Is it really going to be lightly, likely that the Pelicans are going to trade Anthony Davis now that they have Zion? So, or they're going to have Zion. So, I think that they're going to really fight hard to try to keep Anthony Davis from leaving New Orleans, but... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to. I don't know what to think. It hurts. It definitely hurts. And then, you know, this is rumors, a hundred percent or ninety-five percent chance that Kevin Durant is gonna come to the Knicks, and also it's Kyrie Irving. To me, I will not believe it until I see it. I'm not gonna believe that hype. I'm not gonna believe that hype. Because they could, they can say yes, I'm, we're going to the Knicks, and then anything could just derail them and change their mind. So I'm definitely not. Going to bank on that. So it does hurt. The third overall pick is not that bad. We can get uh, RJ Barrett, which is in a lot of people's mock drafts, all these professionals. He will come to the Knicks or the Knicks will trade him. I mean, uh, draft him if they don't trade the pick. Um, so it's not all bad, but I did. I really want to sign him, though. He would have been a god in New York. Homegrown, but... That's not what it's going to be. Maybe in the near future, he'll become a Nick. The funny thing is that when he got, when he saw that the Pelicans were number one, you can tell his face that he had like a fake smile. He wanted to come to New York. This is where he wanted to be. So maybe a few years down the line, if he becomes a free agent, he comes to New York. I mean, hopefully that that's the case. But for now, he looks like he's destined to be a New Orleans Pelican. So he's going to be a Pelican. A fucking pelican. <laughs> it's crazy, man. But I don't know. Like with this, I feel like you know they should give the the bottom teams more of a percentage, not fourteen percent. But you know, at least we got number three, and and some people even say that R.J. Barrett he's better than Zion, and that he's gonna transition better in the NBA. Than than Zion is so, uh, you know, is only is only gonna be remain to be seen. But one player, let's just say we get R.J. Barrett. Hell, let's just say we would have got Zion. One player is not gonna do it. We need to, we need to have a good supporting cast around them. So I'm really hoping that that uh, the Knicks can get Durant and and Kyrie or somebody with Durant to compliment him, and then with, with Barrett and the team. You know, I think the Knicks definitely have a, a bright future if if things fall into plan. If the pieces fall into plan where Durant comes comes to the team and, you know, what our draft pick, think everything could, could turn out to be OK. But I'm still highly disappointed, man. Really highly disappointed. Can fucking something go our way for once? <laughs> man, the Knicks have been. Like, they have been been in the wrong side of history for a very, very, very long time. There's some hiccups where we, like, we do good. You know, Carmelo first came. We had Stoudemire or whatever in the early 2000s when um, Allen Houston was there. 
And then, you know, in the 90s where, when it was John Starks and Patrick Ewing and those guys. But fuck, man, we need a long stretch where we're good. Where we're that franchise. It's fucking New York. Shit. Well, at least the match won last night. Ah, man. Supposedly, there's a report out there that the Pelicans already fucking sold 2,000 season tickets, 2,000 new season tickets <laughs> since 1 o'clock a.m. Since they fucking won the fucking lottery. <laughs> ah, fuck that shit. Fuck it. I just want to say right now, I do want to talk some Game of Thrones. So... Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, and I also want to talk about Avengers Endgame, spoiler alert, if you guys have not watched it, I would definitely start fast forwarding into the, I don't know, the later part of this episode, where I'm going to be talking about um, some WWE, uh, Money in the Bank coming up. The pay-per-view so all right <clears throat> so if you watch game of thrones you watch episode five it was a lot of disappointed fans i can see why but i saw today in social media that people want to do a petition for the writers to rewrite uh this season of Game of Thrones to do it its justice. Or at least this episode. Now. Calm the fuck down. That's very disrespectful <laughs> to the writers. They've done a good job up until this point. Um, I do feel like they didn't do some of these characters justice. Like the way they... Closing the chapter on some of these characters have not, you know, they 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 just didn't do it correctly. I feel like in my eyes, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinion. For instance, Cersei, the way she died. Jamie Lannister, the way he died. Um. How things are going with Daenerys at this point. How she just turned into the Mad Queen. I understand, but you know, a lot of people, as far as with Daenerys goes, I'm like, oh, how did she just turn so fast? But as the guys, the the directors or the writers explain, she's had traits of this from season one. You know, they said, you know, from the moment her brother died and she just watched them die, like not giving a fuck. And other things that she's done maliciously to people. Throughout the seasons. And eventually she just has snapped. And yeah I understand that she shouldn't have snapped so fast. Like from one episode to another. She's like okay and then boom. Like everything is crashing. Everything's crashing. So mad. So insane that she just fucking tortures. Whole city of King's Landing. When they have. When they already surrendered. You know, they had already surrendered and then she just fucking torched everything. 
And then you see guys like Jon Snow and, and Arya Stark looking like, yo, what the fuck? Like, she doesn't give a fuck. And Jon Snow, I think, is realizing that he did a mistake not listening to Varys and not listening to, to you know, other characters that he should be the rifle king of the seven kingdoms sit in the iron throne so another thing is the way Cersei died I felt like someone had to kill her instead of her dying you know getting getting pinned down by rubble you know and also Jamie Lannister as well <clears throat> one of my theories was that I thought Jamie Lannister was going to kill her was going to kill Cersei you know because she had become you know what she had become basically sort of like the mad queen but i guess the real mad queen is really daenerys <laughs> um or or arya start getting to her killing her daenerys having a one-on-one face-to-face moment with her they didn't even make eye contact with each other the whole fucking time and it's the same thing what i feel like what happened with the night king where I wanted to see him go one-on-one combat with, with Jon Snow, but he actually didn't fight. His his minions, you know, those other guys, those other uh, whites, the ones with the, the old man-looking hair guys, you know, his his militants, also didn't fight. You know, those those were um, things that I criticize him in, and I understand why people in for episode five is like, what the fuck? Like, this is how they die. Jamie Lannister and and Cersei Lannister hugging each other, you know, they die together beautifully, sort of, you know, it's like, the fuck, man, like, really? Like, all, so you're telling me all these years of this shit building up for Cersei being this fucking high bitch, and this is the way she dies? Like, she should have died in, in a different manner, in my opinion, and also, Jamie, you know, he had this, like, it's another thing people were criticizing, and I and I agree with. Jamie was this badass. He had like this character turn when he becomes a baby face, and then out of nowhere he turns into a heel. He's like, you know what? I'm going back to Cersei. Fuck everyone. And left Brienne of Tar crying like, oh, what the hell? You just you just fucking diversionized. He just diversionized her, and then boom, bye, hit and quit. I'm out of here. <laughs> Like, it's just crazy, you know, and, and I understand, I really do understand people's frustration, but it's not that bad and it's not over yet. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what happens in the next episode. It could be fucking this shock that people are looking for. You know what I mean? People, are, people are looking for this shock or this, this plot twist. And to me, um, Daenerys torching the whole King's Landing was shocking to me. I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh shit. You know, poor Tyrion. He he wanted to save the city and you know his his guy, his his best friend Virus had to had to pass knowing what was gonna happen. And it fucking did happen. And <clears throat> I think that Game of Thrones needs to learn from the Avengers Endgame and how to fucking close characters, <laughs> characters arcs. You know what I mean? Like, again, spoiler. Um, 
is you know obviously it was sad to see some of these characters go in game uh game of thrones in um avengers endgame you know we're not gonna see captain america anymore we're not gonna see iron man anymore obviously uh it was sad you know uh black widow i don't know what's gonna be her her story but you know, there was a lot of closure, especially, you know, with Iron Man. Let's say, you know, he's he, he did he did what he had to do all all these movies, sacrificing himself, and he finally did the ultimate sacrifice to save the planet. You know, um Captain America as well, you know, he did what he had to do. He went back in time, lived the life that he wanted to with the girl that he loved. And Black Widow also sacrificed her life to save others, you know, it, it, you know, they all had closures, you know, and then uh, Captain America giving the shield to Falcon, the next generation of Avengers is going to come in the future. Um, So, you know, it, it, obvious, honestly, like I give the movie a nine out of ten, nine out of ten, if not a ten out of ten, it had everything I had comedy. There's definitely a bunch of times you're going to laugh. It had um, sadness, you know, emotional stuff. It had action. It had suspense. It had everything bottled up to one, I mean, for three hours. I mean, how can you not like that movie? I don't, I'm, I haven't heard not one person, not one person say, you know, anything Anything negative about the Avengers. So yeah, let's just let Game of Thrones end. We still have one more episode and supposedly they have like a bonus episode or something like that. Let's just see that before we come into conclusions, alright? Calm down. It's overall it's been a, an amazing series and one of the best series I've ever seen. So many stories. And plus, they're coming out with prequels as well. Probably the they're going to have uh, <clears throat> the storyline of Aegon Targaryen and also maybe Brand the Builder and, you know, back then with the White Walkers and stuff. So it should be pretty interesting. There's a lot more uh, that we're going to see. A lot more content. Definitely a lot more content. Oh, Lord. It's definitely been a, it was a stressful day yesterday. Today I woke up. A little down, <laughs> you know, with this uh, draft lottery thing, and I'm sure a lot of New Yorkers feel the same way as me. Just, what can we do? What can we do? And if anybody's wondering, hey, where the fuck is Jonathan, aka Winstone, at? That dude has still a wall. You don't give a fuck about us. You don't give a fuck about all in one. You think he does? Nah, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, hopefully, we'll get we'll be getting him back full time. Um, as he's transitioning things and he's doing his thing. He's 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 out there working with. 
with uh, several rock bands. You know, he's been doing this videography thing, and he's he's he has a lot of work now. He transitioned into into working with the type of uh, music industry he's he's always listened to. He's he's loved, which is rock music, and seems that there's a lot of work for him out there right now. So he's he's a busy man. But I do want to talk about the matches we're going to have for Money in the Bank, WWE, of course, I'm talking about. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a pretty good pay-per-view. So I'm going to give the matches and I'm as I give the matches, I'm going to predict who I think is going to win. <laughs> so we have the Miz versus Shane McMahon. Uh, I feel like this is probably one rivalry that's probably going to come to an end. I think it's about that time. And I think The Miz is going to win and finally get his revenge from WrestleMania and all the crap that, that Shane McMahon has done to his father and to him and everything. So The Miz is my pick. Then you have Roman Reigns versus Elias. WWE stands for... Walk with Elias, right? That's Jonathan's one of Jonathan's favorite wrestlers, current wrestlers right now. And I think Roman Reigns is gonna kick that ass. <laughs> yeah, I think that's this is gonna be Roman Reigns uh win. So I'm looking forward for that one. That's actually a, a pretty good one. You have uh Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. And I think that <coughs> Excuse me. I think that Becky Lynch's reign of having two titles is not going to end now. So Becky Lynch is definitely going to win that one. For sure. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Samoa Joe is going to kick his ass again. Uh, It's probably not going to be as fast as what happened in WrestleMania. I think Rey Mysterio is going to give him more of competition. But I really do think some more Joe is gonna is gonna be on a tear for a while. Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. Easy. I say Kofi Kingston retains a title. Uh honestly, every major title, which uh WWE title, um Universal title, the both women's championships are gonna stay where they're at. And then you have Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. Great matchup. Looking forward for that one. But like I said, Becky Lynch is definitely going to win and she's not going to lose the title. Seth Rollins is AJ Styles. This is one that a lot of people have been looking forward for. I believe it obviously should be the main event for the regular matches. But... This matchup right here is definitely going to, probably going to steal the night. <clears throat> AJ Styles and Seth Rollins are top tier, tier one wrestlers. Not just, you know, performers. In-ring wrestling, they're tier ones. And, and that's why we should definitely be paying attention to this to this matchup. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of crazy moves that's going to be done. It's going to be very competitive. So I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm looking forward for it. Then you have the women's money in the bank ladder match. 
Um, and the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. For those, I'm not sure who's gonna win that. Those two. Uh, I give the men to Drew McIntyre. I think he's gonna win. He's the new top. He's he's basically become one of the top wrestlers now. So Drew McIntyre, I give it to him. And for the women's, I give it to Bailey. I think she's gonna win it. And I don't know when they're gonna cash that shit in, but I'm sure it's gonna be probably one of the major pay per views, more than likely. Uh, so those are my picks. Uh, it, it, you know, Money in the Bank has 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 a good card, good matches. So enjoy it, because I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be pretty lit. I'm gonna definitely watch it and enjoy it for myself, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> and I've been itching to go to another wrestling event, man. WrestleMania. I mean, I've been to WrestleMania Raw 25 as well. And and there's, those are both, you know, being there live with the fans and everything. It, it was just, it's just dope. So definitely looking forward to whenever they come back to New York, obviously, because I'm not going to fucking travel. I'm not going to go to Philly. I'm not going to go to Boston. I'm not going to go to Stanford or wherever the fuck else they go. It has to be here in New York City. The best city in the world. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people disagree with that shit, huh? Chill. This is the best city in the world. I don't care what anyone says. Speaking of best city in the world. <laughs> I'm from the Bronx. I currently live in the Bronx. Jonathan as well. He's from the Bronx. And the part of the Bronx that I live in. It's a it's not a bad area at all, you know. Maybe a few blocks down, you it can you know you run into a lot of crime. Not a lot of crime, but you run into crime. But in this part of the neighborhood, it's pretty good. You know, houses, residential, working class. But I saw this report that says the Bronx is the most unhealthiest county. Now, I don't know, in the report, you know, I just saw the headline. I don't know if they mean in all of the United States or in New York. But either way, I'm not at all surprised. There is no, barely any healthy choices in in the Bronx. There really isn't. In Manhattan, there is. In Queens, there is. Brooklyn, there is. Staten Island, there is. In the Bronx, there is not. And it's funny because it showed a picture of Fordham, Fordham Road. If you guys... From the Bronx, you guys know where Fordham Road is, and there's nothing but fucking shitty food there. First, you get the 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 food stands people selling fucking shish kebabs or patelito or fucking you know fried chicken, whatever, all the bad shit you can think of. And then all these surrounding restaurants are also just as bad. You know, you get some of these Spanish restaurants where they have fried food, fried chicken. You know, they have limited healthy stuff and and that's all over the Bronx really there is no real good healthy choices there's you just it's just not there and it's and it's run by fast food restaurants there's fast food restaurants everywhere there's a McDonald's Burger King Wendy's KFC Popeye's 
in every fucking corner. You know? And if there is healthy a few healthy choices, which some parts of the Bronx you may see you may see some, like the Drosnak area maybe, Riverdale. Is expensive and it's not much, you know. I, I have seen it to say it's a hundred percent not existing in the Bronx isn't true, but there just isn't many, there just isn't many choices, and it's true. Like, you know, me, I live in the basically in the southern central part of the Bronx. Do you think I'm gonna go all the way up to Riverdale <clears throat> to get myself a fucking a healthy meal if I can't cook it at home? And then, another thing, these supermarkets don't have good, like, organic stuff, really. Like, they open a shop right not too far from where I live at now. And, you know, it has organic it has organic um, options. But, you know, I'm sure that other other supermarkets don't, don't. And this is the first one around that I've seen that actually has, like, you know, more of an, more of an organic selection. So, you know, it, it is it is it is pretty sad. And, you know, I see these comments like, oh, we got to change this. We got to change this. How? It has to be somewhere you got to start. You know, and you start with with the businesses, you know, and how things are run over here. Who's out there right now in the Bronx thinking, let's make a healthy restaurant where, you know, an organic and, you know, let's try to limit the fried food and stuff like that. Where? Who? <laughs> there isn't much. There isn't many. I'm telling you that right now. They go with whatever is the most popular demanding thing, which is fucking, you know, all this bad shit. Kennedy fried chicken and pizza and, you know, all the fucking bad shit. Because this is what we grew up. This is what we grew up eating. Um, <clears throat> luckily for me and, and my family who grew up, you know, with a loving mother that she always cooked for us and she always wanted us to not eat in the streets. But as you become an adult and you start working out there, you kind of don't have a choice because <laughs> what you're going to do, you're going to fucking go home in your lunch hour, eat your food there and then go back. You know, that's not going to happen, you know? And, and nowadays like jobs and stuff is more demanding of us, you know, and we have less time to be, at home cooking shit or whatever Or sometimes You know you have like a uh, A bachelor A bachelorette that They don't cook And they fucking eat outside all the time <laughs> You know what I mean So it's 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 crazy But it's, it's It's true And I hate to see that But I always said it I've always said this shit That the Bronx is Is behind everyone Behind all the other boroughs and there's always been, you know, some they use some people use excuse. No, how about Staten Island? Have you been to Staten? I've been to Staten Island. It's, it has a lot of beautiful places, bro, and a lot of and a lot of resources out there. It's just the only thing is that it doesn't it doesn't it, it lacks a lot of things. You know, like train transportation. You gotta take the fucking Verrazano. You gotta take the Staten Island uh, ferry. You know, shit like that. It's really horrible, honestly. As far as like. As far as traveling and then like work But They have <clears throat> They're definitely healthier people over there I'll tell you that right now And And It's it's it, For the most part It's a beautiful Borough I mean obviously Every borough has its hoods And The slums and shit like that And parts that look ugly But For the most part The parts that I've been in Staten Island I'm like damn 
I feel like I'm in Long Island. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Bronx is not like that. So the Bronx has has a lot of growing up to do, and I think little by little it is happening. You know, you kind of see, you kind of see like the South Bronx, little by little. I mean, a very fucking turtle plate, turtle pace, slow, is is starting to change up. You know, and and I think, um, unfortunately for a lot of people, the Bronx. The Bronx rent and everything else is eventually going to start going high, just like it is in Brooklyn and in, que- in parts of Queens or whatever. And <clears throat> people are going to be pushed the fuck out of here. But that's just New York, man. New York, it just continues to grow. And maybe like in a decade or two, the Bronx will be will be a different place. I'll tell you that right now. I really, I really do think that. But hey, we we. We Bronx Knights like to call us, I guess. We just we just continue on pushing, bro. That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean, cuz? So before I close this episode down, yeah, it is gonna be a, a bit shorter than usual. Um there is something that I, I wanted to touch on. With the Red Sox going into the White House and tons of players didn't go. Basically, the players that went were, were white players. If you look at President Trump and all the players that were behind him, it was white faces, Caucasian faces. You don't see no black, no Hispanic. And it's just sad because this is where we live. This is that that was the division right there. A team. A team that won the the World Series the year before. These this brotherhood. You know, we're together. Yeah, we win as a team. It was split. Not even in half, because more than half the team didn't go. <laughs> you know what I mean? The players, I mean. Including their 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 skipper, Alex Cora. Now Alex Cora's from Puerto Rico. And you see, you know, Trump talking all this shit about Puerto Rico and and not helping Puerto Rico, saying that he did. And fuck, man, I don't blame him for not going. And and nobody should. But of course, you're always going to have these opposing people like, oh, you know, it's a privilege to be in the White House. You know how much people want to be there. You know how much people don't want to be there at this fucking moment. If I was invited to the White House today and I'm a freaking regular Joe Schmo, I'll say no. I'll say no, I am not going in there. Hell no. Hell to the fuck no. So I give it up to the players that didn't go for the Red Sox. I give it up to the the Golden State Warriors for not going at all. Trump is like, oh, he canceled it. Fuck, you didn't cancel that shit. None of them wanted to go. I give it up to um so the Patriots players that haven't gone. Uh, have the Patriots have the Patriots gone there yet? I don't even remember. Or the Eagles players, uh, yeah, for sure the Eagles players. A lot of them didn't go. You know, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure if the Patriots went or not, but I'm sure they're not gonna go neither. Some, most of them. You know, obviously you're gonna probably see Tom Brady there, or he did already. Whatever. I don't. I actually really don't remember if they did or not. I really don't give a fuck neither. <laughs> fuck the Patriots, but. Um, it's just, 
that shows you right there, right in front of our faces, how divided this country ha- is and has become even more. I know, I know, this country has always been divided. Come on, let's be honest. It just, it didn't show as much, but now it's showing even more. But you know, a lot of people, we we learn from people we admire. You know, and a lot of people admire Trump and his mannerisms, his. The way he speaks, the way he handling things, you know, it's it's gone, it's gone beyond Republican and Democrat. It's gone beyond that. It's beyond his policies, even. It's the way he treats people. It's crazy. It's just crazy. And now we have, you know, the elections coming up in what is it, two years? And we have Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders coming from the Democratic side of things, and, and I really hope they fucking get this guy out of the out of office. Even even if it's another Republican that wins, even though I would prefer not another Republican to win, but if it's a Republican that has nothing to do with Trump's Trump and the way he is, then I'm even for that. <clears throat> but we are fucking we are the laughing stock of the world right now, and this shit is sad. We are truly the laughing stock of the world. You 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 go to different parts of the world when when Donald Trump visits them they have fucking huge ass balloons of him you know as a baby crying and all orange and shit like do you see that like I don't know like does he fucking not see all this shit like this guy really blocks all this crap out of his mind and he creates this thing the dude even said oh have you noticed the Red Sox have done nothing but winning ever since I took office. The Red Sox only won one time. <laughs> they just won this year. If we, in order for you to say that, you need to say the Red Sox are winning, are going to win. You know, you got to wait a few more years. And then if the Red Sox win all those years, then you can say something like that. But not even that. Like, don't fucking take credit for this shit. Like, it's so stupid. Uh, man. Yo, we live in a fucking idiotic time. I mean, I already thought... Us here here in America, we were kind of stupid already to begin with. <laughs> and now the fucking most grand dumbest motherfucker is in is <clears throat> is uh is in office right now. This makes us appreciate the Obama days even more. It makes us appreciate Obama, his his professionalism. Even 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 fucking even George Bush, man, George W. He had his moments. He did. He did have his moments, but yo, I never felt like he was racist at all. Like I know, I know you have the the famous Kanye West line, like, "Oh, President Bush doesn't give a doesn't care about black people, or whatever." You know, you know all this. All, but I really didn't feel like Bush was really racist. At least he didn't show it. Like this guy, he doesn't give a fuck if he looks racist. He can even say, he can even say like. A video or uh, uh, tape can come out from like you know before he became president. Like oh, I fucking hate black people or I hate Mexicans or whatever. And then he can just fucking justify himself now, and people would just be like, all right, whatever. I mean, look, he fucking, he fucking is a, he's a sexist motherfucker. And videos came, I mean, audio came out of him talking, sh- you know, like reckless shit, grab her by the pussy or whatever. That didn't matter. So what the hell does it really matter now? And you know. That's why I wouldn't be surprised if he gets elected again um, as president. Like all this shit that's going on, all this racist shit, all this, all this, um, 
homophobia from him, all this fucking, um, you know, sexist shit. All that shit is not going to matter. Watch. Just watch. If he gets reelected as president, do not be surprised. That's all I'm saying. Do not be surprised. And I hate talking politics, and I love talking sports, but eventually, at least he has been doing this, he's been leaking politics into sports. So that kind of makes you have to talk about it. You you know, Puerto Rico still fucked up, bro. Puerto Rico still fucked up. Um, the way uh, immigrants are being treated in this country with ICE and shit like that. Like I just seen a video recently of of kids and and people sleeping outside and shit because the camps in Texas are are too packed with people. Are you fucking serious? Like, come on, man. This is why. This is why you're not gonna see players, uh, Latin players. Or, or African American players Or any players from Or whatever from any else in the world Anywhere else in the world Not gonna wanna be behind your fucking ass man That's all I'm saying But yeah let's just cut this shit right now I got a little political but who gives a fuck um, Y'all already know where to follow us It's that another episode So y'all know where to follow us On Instagram, Twitter, Facebook All in one podcast At all in one podcast of course, you can email us at allinonepod at yahoo.com and you can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, iTunes. You can listen to some of our old shit on Google Play. So y'all already know, man, this is OT, All In One Podcast. Let's keep it pushing, man. And let's go next, man. Let's go next. Even though yesterday didn't go our way, we still have the chance to turn this franchise around and... And uh, I'm still optimistic. So uh, take care, everyone. Yo. Yeah.